guys, welcome back to On We Talk. I'm your host, Matthew Winter. Um, if you are listening on podcast platforms, please tell your friends. Please share it on your Instagram. You can spare, did you know you could share Spotify podcasts on your Instagram story? There you go. Um, you know, give it a five stars, all that stuff. If, you, if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a subscribe. Please share it with your friends so you can see our beautiful faces. And when I say our, I mean me. You can just ignore the right half of the screen. No, we've got... I thought you were going to go the other way around there. Um, no, of course <laughs> not. Um, friend of the show, Sam's Movies, content creator for the, you know, let's just call it that, YouTuber, whatever you want to call it. You make videos. Um, I just want to give a bit of context. We recorded half an hour just then, and then my camera just decided to turn I don't understand because I turned it off and back on. It is using a, um, you know, like like a dummy battery. So it's like plugged into power that's plugged in. It's constantly going. I don't understand why it would do that but alas it fucking did pay me tokens for the unreleased episode it was a, it was a <laughs> banger um, we it might actually reach was over some things yeah. but we're not going to talk for half an hour about it again <laughs> surely we <laughs> just copied word for word what we just said everything uh, oh, read of course. it let's out do it. Of course. let's do it um i've actually got it right here on my phone um so what's been going on in your world for the past year why haven't you been making content piece of shit <laughs> now, what, so, what, so you haven't made a video you've been making videos but it's like you haven't been i haven't you you have but you know you haven't uh no in the past three months or it's coming up to four months i haven't made a video no i went to make my next video and then i decided i was completely burnt out uh long story short but you know it was a natural it was a natural thing as I said to Matthew in the previous recording, it was a natural progression from being just, you know, going from being fully into it to being completely burnt out. But um, I'm happy with where I'm at. It's not, I'm not kicking myself, even though I should be. In another month, I can start ki- kicking myself. I haven't made a video by then, but I will. But, um, yeah, it's, it's I think normal. People, like, people think it's like easy to make videos. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, not, it's not easy to just make a video like okay let's give an example of um what i do for example um short little mockumentary videos it's like two scenes it's just cut together filmed and put out uh no i i write them you write your videos you write a script for your video like it's not just making youtube you know it's like it's not fucking it's not simple and that's one thing that we discussed in our previous recording um we are I guess filmmakers, really, like we're, we're people who actually, we, we take pride, obviously we take pride in our videos, but we take pride in the process of making the video, not just what comes after that. Absolutely, yeah. We Do you think, oh, what was, what I was yeah, going to say? Was, <laughs> no, you're right. Um, I don't know. Do you think, do you think you've sort of gone through the process of making videos and different styles and all that sort of thing, and you've sort of figured out the style that you want to do or, you, or do you think you should still do you think you're still figuring that out figuring out like what sort of content you want to make no i i, I think i finally finally reached it um finally figured out what i wanted to do uh, i think it says it i've kind of written it in my channel description it's just commentary meets chaos which basically means i'm doing video essays documentaries all with scripts and commentary and the chaos is me bringing a slide to a cliff and sliding off it, you know, you go from the most refined sort of well thought out uh, documentary piece that's been researched to just me 
doing something completely ridiculous, which is the strangest mix ever. Um, and it's obviously there's going to be people who don't watch the, <laughs> the crazy videos and who watch the uh, commentary ones, of course. But um, I don't know. It's it's been a it's definitely been a case of trial and error. I used to love making little reactions when I was younger, reaction videos to certain things, and I still look back at those and, and think, oh, you know, this is this is kind of funny. Some of the some of the little hot takes. Um, but it's not, you know, I don't really like doing that anymore, sadly, but it, you never know on another channel. I might, I might get into that again. It's just with the Sam's movies channel, there's been so much trial and error, you know, so much going back and forth between what I think should be my main focus. And I've finally sort of hit that. And as you were saying before, you know, what I was about to say, we were both, we're both filmmakers, you know, we both love refining the art and and making it, you know, pristine and perfectionist, really. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's, one, one thing I sort of want to, like, touch on is, I don't know, I think with, when you make a YouTube channel, and it's like, obviously, like, we're, we're both people who, like, want to grow our channels, obviously, like, we're, we're sort of past the point of, hey, I just want to do this for, for fun, like obviously yeah. you went to TAFE to study like screen and media. I went, I didn't, well, I didn't, I didn't go to university like I was planning to, but it was like, that. that's one thing I've been studying. Like th this is what I want to do my entire life. Yeah. And I've known that. And it's like, okay, this is the thing I want to do. It's not just a hobby for me. I figured out that it's the career path that I want. And one thing I sort of realized at one point was like, fuck, okay. If I'm going to really take this seriously, I do need to step things up a little bit. Like, you know, they say, oh, you can film a video on your iPhone. It'll be easy. And people will actually like, like it if the content's good. But like, I really feel that getting a 4K camera really made a difference. I think buying this Rodecaster Pro, which was like $800 That's recommended awesome. to me by the boys from Stepmates. Shout out to Stepmates. Um, I think that like, it really did like step things up. It's like, okay, you can look at this channel. Sure. It's only got the podcast channel and he has like 33 subscribers. Um, the main channel. 13 more in the past week. Oh yeah. <laughs> it has, it has grown, which is good with some good guests, but it's like, and then like the main YouTube channel, youtube.com slash on videos, which it is now. Um, it's like, you can look at this more channel and go, Hey, there's actually something here. It's not just, Hey, this is the guy trying to make it. I think that 10 years ago, somebody just making like shitty little content like worked. But I think these days it's like, okay, do you, do you watch Gus Johnson or seen any of his videos? Does little comedy sketch videos? I have watched a little bit of Gus's content. He, he didn't really um, inspire me as much as, you know, he did a lot of people, but I still, I still love some of his stuff. Um, yeah. He's, I saw him on cold ones and mm. He's he's a good dude. He just seems like he's, you know, really interested in making people laugh. I guess, and the content he makes is his thing. You know, you could be so, you could just say, oh, it's zero effort. It took a minute thirty. Well, it's his thing. You know, and he he really successful at it, and people love it. Um, I don't know what's what's your experience with watching Gus's content. I like his content, and it's like it's that classic sort of vine viney content yeah. that are short like obviously like there's like a few like there's a lot of videos that are like a few minutes long etc cetera, etc cetera. He's, he's a very interesting case because it's like okay he's got deals with like comedy central making content for their channel on youtube and 
he's got the podcast and he Twitch streams sometimes. But other than that, I don't know really what he does. I feel like he's sort of, he's one of those YouTubers like Jimmy Tatro. Now that's a name I haven't heard of in a long time. Jimmy Tatro was the star of, oh, what was that show on Netflix? And it was like the investigative show. Um, and it was, oh, I can't think. It was a comedy. And it was like, it was just like a mini documentary, a fake one, about um, who drew dicks all over the cars in the parking lot. And they blamed Jimmy Tatro's character. He was just like a YouTuber, like making like sketch comedy videos and then he's like actually like moved up into the mainstream. And I feel like there's a lot of people, especially like in comedy, um, they make YouTube videos so they can go get a job in LA. Yep. Which is fine. That's not my thing though. I think the internet's definitely like, I feel like the internet is the future. There's always going to be mainstream television and mainstream movies. Um, but I think like the internet, there's, there's something special about it to yeah. me personally, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I do like Gus's content. But it's like it's also like a lot of it. It is very, very, very low quality. Like no professional. It's literally just the camera filming him. Yeah, with like probably like the the most default mic you can find. Similar to Fairburn Films, mm. um, Fairburn Films is something I've watched a lot more than Gus. I watch them every now and then, like properly watch a video. And there's their content's so simple, but it's like it's the corniest sort of thing that you can just you, you love you love to have a bit of a laugh at. Um, there's a few of those their videos that I've just died laughing to, and then there's a few of them where I've just been like, ah, uh. <laughs> you know. I think it's I think it's try they're just trying a lot of stuff, and that's why it's I think so so successful. They just keep on trying new things, and that's great. I don't know. I love those I love those content creators as long as they. I think as long as the content creator enjoys it. I mean, who are you? To, who is everyone else to just go? Oh, this is non-effort. You know what I mean? But at the same time, of course, naturally, you compare them to you know someone who's editing something that takes you know thirty hours to edit. Like a content creator, I follow Emp Lemon. He's he's brilliant. He's it's crazy how much work goes into his videos. I don't. Have you seen Emp Lemon before? Yes, I have. It's he's brilliant. He's, it's ridiculous. The the amount of hours he would spend editing per video, I, I can't imagine. And I've tried to sort of in my own way replicate that with um, a few of my videos I've done this year that I was being watched. One was sort of an Emp Lemon style video kind of and the greatest movie trailer ever is sort of in his, you know, style. But, you know, when you – it it took me – hours to edit especially the most recent ones probably why i burnt out actually that they take hours to edit those types of videos and the script that's not even the you know that's not even part of it you know there's also the script and the research it's just unbelievable i don't know how he does it to tell you the truth it's crazy but i like that style content more than the simple content i think yeah there's something nice with the simple content but like when i think of like that's the thing like i look at tiktok and i see like a lot of creators who are like making a living off their tiktok yeah like especially like a lot of comedy like people making funny short little videos um and then it's like i feel like that that's one thing i've always wanted to do i've talked about it in um a recent episode on the patreon actually i want to make micro content i want to make like simple little content it's just like film and then you just cut it like real quick and then it's done and it's out um and it's just simple and easy to produce and like TikTok loves that, obviously. Um, 
I, I don't know. I, I personally feel that YouTube needs that sort of premium feel these days in 2021. Yeah. Like I think like 10 years ago, you could probably, that, that's the thing. Gus Johnson, there's, there's always the exception to the rule. There always is. But like, like there's, there's some guy that I follow. He's some black guy. I can't remember his fucking name. But he's got like 3 million followers now. And all he does is, and he films them on his phone. He plays like one or two cam- characters and it's just him filming himself like with a hat on or something like that. And like a lot of it's like, um, oh, when the school shooter comes in to film, to record their rap and shit like that. And it's I've funny. I've seen like this. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's funny. And it, but it's, it's simple <laughs> as fuck and it works and it's like comedy gold, mm. but it's like, like, I don't know. He's, he's the way you frame it as well. Like that's framed as like, I don't, I think that would work on TikTok as well. But at the same time, that would probably get lost in the TikTok, um, the world of TikTok. Absolutely. Yep. I think yep. it really depends. And like not everybody who uses TikTok has YouTube and blah, blah, blah. And everybody, everybody's used YouTube before. Everybody's watched a YouTube video. That's the other thing. Like it's, it is obviously the biggest platform. If you want to be putting out content, you better have some sort of YouTube presence. Absolutely. I think it's... It really depends on the person. My brother's, you know, really into TikTok and he's got hundreds of thousands of views on TikTok and it's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how he's done it, but it's it's so weird. I just never got into it. I mean, I have made TikToks. There was one I released recently actually, but it's that you just film it and it's done. It's There's no real, you know, I'm someone, as I said, you know, I probably said this in the last recording that we did, <laughs> we're not going to release, hopefully unlisted, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> brain. Nah, um, it's it's not really my thing, you know, making the shortened uh, content, even though it's probably a good idea, you know, business-wise, it's not for me. I, I prefer the, the real challenge, like this is going to be really hard to do and you know that you're committed to it and it's a lot of work. Having said that, you can go overboard. Um, and I think it. someone like Emp Lemon, I can tell that guy's had a lot of burnouts and he's, he's made a lot of videos that he w- would have been exhausting to make. Okay. Um, the Melee video the, was like an hour and a half. He said it took him 40 hours to edit, which is nuts. And I'm surprised that would be minimum, I'm guessing. 40 hours minimum to edit something like that. And that's and then the research would have taken heaps more hours. He said, I think he said something like seventy hours all up, which is just ridiculous. But I just think there's there's making those little videos that take nothing out of you and they're entertaining for people to watch, and then there's making videos that are like thirty minutes long, a lot of research, and they take everything out of you and you stop uploading for four months. So I don't I don't know how you find the balance. I don't know how you find something that's uploading regularly and it gets views and it's, it's a lot of effort, but I don't know. What do, what do you reckon? It's it's hard. It's really hard to figure out how to do it that. It is hard. And I think that at the end of the day, one thing I've always thought is not everybody who's creative can be a business person at the same time. Yep. So then that takes out the whole equation of, hey, let's like grow other... Oh, but I, I, th- I don't know. I think everybody's able to like make other um, income sources mm. based around their YouTube channel, merch, sponsorships, et cetera, et cetera. Um, sometimes they have to have somebody else to deal with that for them. But nonetheless, I think, oh, I don't know. I think that it's possible to, to make easy to produce content that does seem premium in a way. Does yep. that make sense? Like, I feel like, for example, 
let's think about Marty's mailbag on my old series, but like, let's think about it in today's context. If like, let's say I was a, a bigger, a big YouTuber was doing that. And their thing was putting out comedy videos. And this was sort of like their improv comedy sort of thing. And they're cutting it together. I guess you could even say cold ones is like, is pretty much the same thing. It's like, they just get everything together. They do the video and then it's cut together. Obviously the editing, as we discussed in our previous recording, um, with the many cameras and et cetera, et cetera. Like there's a lot that goes into that, but it's a very like simple production. Yeah. To put it together. The post-production is another thing. The pre-production is probably like nearly, it's almost just as easy. Mm. Um, and you can see a lot of their videos, especially like the videos where it's like, oh, we, we pay people on Fiverr to animate these shit little, shit little animations. Like the pre-production is in the production. Um, and it's like, it's, it's crazy to think that they couldn't put out more regular videos, but I know why it's because they had, they've actually, one thing I saw on their Patreon recently, they've hired somebody to do, to edit the behind the scenes because they were putting the full uncut versions on their Patreon. I'm like, holy fucking With shit. Chad's that's privates. crazy. <laughs> oh, and that is something that I did not want to see. No. But I saw it. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> like, um, the, the editing in that, like that is the big production thing. It's like, you know, Hey, cool, easy to film, but there's something in that that makes it go, okay, this is premium content Yeah. with the Marty's mailbag sort of thing. It was like, like I'm working on these, there's, there's always like jokes that I'm working on that I can include and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Do you say a, a person who's making comedy videos where it's like sort of that, oh, what's an example? Like. I wouldn't say friendly, but even like friendly Geordies, it's like, it's written jokes that he's, that he's writing. Um, the videos are written. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the, the premium aspect of the video. I think if, as long as something has like a, a premium as it's either going to be like a premium aspect um, or it's just, it's so regular. It's so it's, there's like the uploads are so consistent that it's sort of like putting out all this content is the premium aspect of the channel. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And people just, uh, people just love it. You know, they, they consume it and absolutely adore it. I know, I know people that are obsessed with friendly Geordies. Like, my God, there's a few people I know that just, you know, they watch every single video when it comes out, which is like, which I understand very well because I remember when, you know, HDH3 had a similar concept to the one you just said where they're, where they're preparing, you know, all the jokes, I guess, for their reaction videos and then they're, they're doing this really easily digestible style. And so, they'll release, you know, they used to release a video a day for like a month way back early in 2016 and I just watched all of them because I was like, this is, uh, you just know what to expect every time. And I think that's the formula. That's a definite formula for, for success when you know what to expect. It's harder to, it's definitely way harder. Like Marty's Mailbag, you know, you knew what to you know what to expect. It's it, it's you. You're at a table. You're, you're, you're getting beefy with, with McDonald's, or you're opening the <laughs> the katana pack or whatever it was called. I oh, forgot God, what. It, yeah. uh, the, and um, you, you know, dressed as the <laughs> weeaboo. People know what to expect. It's you playing a character, and it's you know, it's going to be entertaining. Um, the and any content like that, I think the really e easily digestible stuff is the formula for huge success. And that's, that's something that I know a lot of people have struggled with and that I've struggled with. 
I'm more of the you never know what you're going to get box of chocolates type YouTuber and that's not always, you know, that's not always successful. Only the certain YouTube people like that. that. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean it doesn't, it can't work either. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you're making, I, I think that like if you, that's the thing, like you could be putting out different sort of content, but as long as it has like one sort of like central theme in a way yeah like you know you, you're going to be able to, like there's one relatable thing there's one thing that every video has in common you're gonna be fine absolutely i think um one thing i wanted to touch on was like talking about like the cold ones the friendly geordies especially like the lewis spears who is like it's crazy how like obviously he's a comedian and like that's one thing that he just sort of like prides himself on um but he's also like putting out these like regular videos um and they're all sort of like legitimizing like the scene that we actually have a scene here. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. for the longest time, I, th I wouldn't have even seen Max Mofo as somebody who's like legitimizing like back in the day, like when he was doing like, especially like, like the prank call stuff back in the day, <laughs> good content. Like it was like me as a little, you know, 14 year old kid. I, I love that stuff. I frothed it. He's such a but dickhead in those. <laughs> he is. Absolutely. But it's like, that's not like legitimizing the scene whatsoever. Um, even like, you know, some of my favorite YouTubers from when I was that like young, like, you know, the Filthy Franks and stuff like that. It was like, they, to an extent, they were legitimizing the platform, but it was like, it was just so crazy. Yeah. They, they weren't at the same time. Like it's, it's, it's interesting. It's um, so sad with those creators. Cause you just know that they're going to get lost to changing times. And I, I kind of, you, you kind of hope that it doesn't, but you know that it, it's going to happen. And I remember, I just have such great memories with filthy Frank, especially of I'm at school, it's registration. And I log on to YouTube with my mate Cooper and it says six minutes ago, filthy Frank pimp my wheelchair. And I, we're just like, <laughs> oh, like the excitement levels. As soon as you see that is just like so palpable. And I think, you know, we're obviously, it's sort of like the same thing with you're not a nineties kid. We'll, you and I'll probably be saying to kids, oh, one day, just like you weren't there when it said six minutes ago, pimp my wheelchair. You're just going back onto the, the old videos yeah, and the exactly. channel. <laughs> but no it was and that's i think that's what's missing from youtube dude honestly i think that edgy content uh, not just edgy content but the content from those creators that you really just get pumped for like for you know going home on a friday for example and you know human cake that doesn't come up anymore you don't you don't go home and log into YouTube and then you recommended is human cake brand new came out 10 hours ago because that's you know obviously been a race for one, but mm. that just doesn't get made anymore. And I think that's that's the difference. I think that's the big difference between what YouTube was and what YouTube is. Sorry, not on the same track to what you were saying. I've kind of gone off on another tangent there. No, but but it's, a, it's an interesting one. Like it's, it's interesting to see that like how the platform has changed. And like you still see, like I've seen like a lot of like really good like comedy creators put out videos like yeah. Ryan the Leader and Churdleys and um and that sort of crew who are Yeah, sorry, like, I don't yeah. want to take away from people who are making stuff these I didn't want to shit oh, on no, them. No, not at all. But <laughs> yeah. it's like it's it's so different like even with those guys, it's like even a lot of their videos aren't hits to me personally. But like everybody has I don't know, there's to to me, I feel like there is something missing for me personally and I don't like to look at it like nostalgia you know what i mean like i think there's like for example with tv shows and stuff like that as well it's like 
I remember all these shows that I watched when I was younger and it's like all the older seasons are the, the better ones and all that sort of stuff. But there's like a lot of new great TV shows yeah. and films that have come out in the last five years. Like, absolutely. Like, it is not dead. Cinema and television is not dead. It's just not a constant up and down. And exactly. you're going to go through the downs and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, we're back to where we were. And it's it's like, what do, what do people say that they feel nostalgic about something that, you know, just happened or something? Or they watch something and it makes it brings them back to that time where they were so happy watching something. Uh, so, you're exactly right. It's never going to, you know, there's always going to be ups and downs. It's going to come back. Great stuff. You just have to, you just have to know where to look. No, 100% agree. I, that's the thing. I think, oh, I don't know. That There's so much. That's the thing. One, I remember watching, there was a, a YouTuber. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was talking about um, how YouTube did a fan, like a, a festival, like a show, like years and years ago. And it was talking about how like the biggest channels back then were the size of his channel now and his, and it was like, you know, 300,000 subscribers, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. And he right now is like the third, is the 34, 34,322nd biggest channel. Like it's all these channels that are bigger. And that's the thing. There's so much content. Um, do you want to, I, that's but all of them seem to rise to the top. Like, I think that if I didn't sort of get, connections through the podcast and all that sort of stuff i think that i would absolutely be lost lost in the shuffle for sure like i wouldn't even have the amount of subscribers i have now i wouldn't have the connections and like i wouldn't have people i can bounce off and stuff like that like you really have to get involved in the community to some extent oh absolutely absolutely and you know there's always a chance that the only channel videos will pop off of course Mm -hmm. but when you look at it logistically obviously you know when you get Joel Haver on the podcast and had a great chat with him. It's like, holy shit, you know, this is huge. It's a huge step. Um, but yeah, it's definitely having connections is, is the more likely uh, outcome for, for a successful channel. But at the same time, you know, everything, everything, everything's a, a step, whatever I'm trying to say. I don't yeah, know what to I'm do gonna, with my hands. No, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Run that's thing. No, I'm actually going to play Will Devil's Ferrell. Advocate here. Yeah. I watched a video by a YouTuber called Devin Nash. Great guy. And he put out a video on what you can learn from Logan Paul about networking. As you know, there was the guy from TikTok a few weeks ago. Um, and he, he, he was a TikToker. He put out a TikTok and it's like, hey, I quit my job and I asked Logan Paul for a job. And Logan's like, he's giving him the time of day, but he's like, oh, what are you good at? And he's like, nothing. I want to learn from you. I want you to be my mentor. And he's like, well, what's the difference between you and all these other guys? Like, it's like, it's brave of you to quit your job, but like, you've got to put in the work. And like, a lot of the video was talking about like how, how great um, that, like how great advice that was. One thing that Logan touched on was like, he said, he, he, Logan said to the guy, Hey, you've got friends. And he's like, no, I've got no friends. And he's like, well, that's a bullshit. I know like, of course you have friends. And because Logan said right after that, all I had, was Jake in the beginning. They started putting out vines. They built the following on vine. And then, you know, the rest is history. We know that, but like, just to get started, you don't realistically need to know people. I think that networking is very, very, very powerful. And if you do it the right way, you can take off very, very quickly. I hate but to t- I also think it's yeah, it's it's probably a bit overrated. In in some sense, it's overrated. Yeah. Like I remember when I, st- I started getting commentary channels 
to come on the podcast and I'll try and interact with them, blah, blah, blah. Nothing came of it. Didn't even crack 150,000 subscribers, even with a few guests who had over 100, 200,000 subscribers. Mm. It doesn't necessarily work. It's it's not a given. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely. I hate to detract from your point um, that you just made. Mm. Were Logan and Jake's parents big names in Hollywood? Were they execs or something? I don't. I don't know for a fact. I think Greg Short. Did they have ties already um, in the industry? So. I mean, I that's not. So. You know, I hate detracting, but I think that in some ways, you know, you can just be like, you can have what I was going to say, just be like, oh, well, that's why. You know, that's why he's so successful. That because he had the ties. But at the same time, you know, Logan, he's not a complete dim-witted fool. You know, he knows. He knows the industry, you know, he's not, he does his real life persona is not always, it's probably for all we know, dude, it's it's probably completely, it's not, well, it's not going to be completely different to his podcast and video persona, but he's an, he's an entrepreneur in a lot of ways. Um, even though his parents probably had ties in the industry, he, he's the sort of dude that could probably, you know, really, really help out a lot of people and give good advice. Like you just said. And, um, yeah, I think a lot of people probably just um are quick to write off youtubers just because it's everyday bro or something i think jake's actually you know jake and logan are actually very different jake's a bit of a tosser in comparison <laughs> but oh, I, I think so too yeah 100%. i but, think he's but he like that's a, they've both done smart things yeah like they both know what they're they both know what they're talking what they're doing what they're talking about but i think logan is the smarter one by far absolutely yeah business wise and yeah helping people out but yeah like, like one example actually is so logan paul had the fight with floyd mayweather and for the longest time floyd wouldn't even like react to any of the videos or the call outs that logan was making and it wasn't until jake stole his motherfucking hat (laughs) off floyd mayweather's head that like he like got rolled up like you could see the press conference it was like i don't know floyd didn't really give a shit um but like that was the turning point and that was the story like it's it's a and it Story is the most important thing, even if it's just like a boxing match at the end. Like that's the main event. It's all a business. It's all a business. And it's not like people think that this shit just happens and that they just stumble into this sort of... No, it's all planned. It's all, you know, meticulously set up to get people's attention. And it's it's sort of any publicity is good publicity, but it's also if we get heads turning, then that when we've succeeded, that's pretty much that's pretty much the idea of of um, their sort of business model, I guess, with Jake and Logan. Um, yeah. And it is. I think um, one interesting watch or listen would be um, Harris Heller, who is the editor for like, Logan Paul. He did an interview with Colin and Samir and talking about like that whole, that that fight and like promoting that whole fight. Like I, it was, they filmed, I think it was, they filmed that whole press conference and Logan wanted to, it's like, hey, we're going to film all today and I want the video out by tomorrow. And like, it was a very, very quick turnaround. And like when they're filming and he's there and he's like, we're going to get nothing out of this. And as I said, it was the, it was the hat getting pulled off um, his head that actually like made a story out of it, um, an engaging one at that. Um, no, like it, it's, that's the thing. It's like, you can know, you can, you can document all you want, but like sometimes you have to like, manipulate a little bit not even manipulate it but just like do something that goes hey like this is a, this is a good ending like this is the ending that we probably need as well because that's the thing it's like it's, it's all marketing it all and it you know it did very well the event 
Absolutely. I didn't watch it. I don't really care. <laughs> but I think like this, the whole celebrity boxing thing, it's like, it, it's revitalized the boxing industry. It's not real boxing. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's entertainment at the end of the day. Oh, I think people enjoyed it. Absolutely. It's all, it's all for entertainment, especially when you get someone, a convert from uh, making vines to a boxer, you know, that it's, a, it's an industry. It's an entertainment industry. No, oh, exactly. But was there anything else you wanted to touch on, Matthew, that you might have you might have touched on in the previous? I think we're at the exact same length as the previous one I so think far. We are actually. We are. <laughs> the only I don't know. The only thing I really wanted to like really touch on that we Ugh. sort of started discussing before it cut out, and I realized that we weren't recording. Um, I don't know. Like, so what? Like, what influenced you to sort of like actually like start making videos like on YouTube itself and like traditional media? Well, oh, I'm so confused. Was this the one we we talked about at the end of the last one that? That cut out or was... It was like the... Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was the... I think because you said you watched... You, what, I thought you loved I was game so shows confused. Sorry, watched, I thought I already said it. Yeah, sorry. You loved watching like... What was it? It was, a big, it was Big Brother, the, the Friday Night Games. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that show? I do. I yeah. loved it. I think that... Well, that show inspired me so much and it still does because I grew up with it because they just had no budget and there were so many people that worked so hard to make that shit entertaining. And you look at... Look, you look at the bloody set and it's it's a joke like it's it's set in a dirt car park and it looks terrible from the outside but somehow they made it look so great on tv with all that with the artwork every week or like the the setup and just the ridiculous games um and I, that really just inspired me how they could make something so you know with no budget and that looks so trash um in if you were actually working there, it looks so trash, and then make it really entertaining for people. Fun fact about that show: it used to get, it used to average, average two million <laughs> viewers in the major cities every week. That was keeping Holy fucking shit Big Brother alive. Yeah, that show was huge, and it died with Big Brother, sadly. Um, but it was, I mean, it was it was meant to end. When it ended, it was definitely meant to end because it was trash by the end of it. But the the first and the third seasons um, were very entertaining. I don't know. It, it's it's something you definitely have to grow up with, stuff like that. And, you know, that inspired me to make my own version called the Friday Challenge Games <laughs> oh, when, I, when I was 14. Thing is, it's I worked so hard on it, so I, it's hard for me to for, to me to call it a massive regret. It's cringe for sure, um, but when I look back on it, it's like holy, holy shit! You know, I was like fourteen when I made this thing, and it, it's it's massive cringe and it looks terrible. But I was so passionate about it, and just to make one episode, I thought was surprising because the shooting day was a disaster. Um, there was all sorts of bad weather predicted. It was going to pour with rain and it's outdoors, shot outdoors. And the rain came just after we finished recording, like this ridiculous amount of rain. So, it's like, it's good memories for me. And, you know, I eventually edited it properly and it actually went to air because that was my dream when I was a kid for it to go to air. So, it did go to air the first episode at like one in the morning and I still have the recording. But anyway... Um, that was one of my biggest dreams as a young kid to make a show that was sort of like that as a, as a youngster. And I did end up doing that. So, I don't know. That's, they're sort of my inspirations from being a kid. But as you said, yeah, YouTube in the previous one, Shitcase Cinema was huge. He was, he was the guy that I could just always have a laugh at. And, uh, yeah, definitely inspired me to make movie, movie review related content. Interesting. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever told anybody about this, but, 
people would know. Back in the day when I was younger, I loved like I loved the animated content, like watching like Oni NG and Psychic Pebbles and Stamper and a lot of this like the Sleepy Cavern guys. Um, I love I love that sort of stuff. And me and my mates always wanted to make animated content. One of my good friends, Braden, he started like learning how to animate in MS Paint originally. Um, so you gotta and start. we started we we started a YouTube channel called Brain Damage Buds, and it had a Z. At the end, it was pretty cool. And we made like two, three videos. I helped like produce, like produce the videos, quote unquote. Um, is it still up? Oh, it's, it's up. Please do not search it. No, it's sort of it, like, it's like there's some- Link in description, everyone. There's, oh my God. And there's some, like some solid stuff on there for a 13, 14 year old kids. Um, and it was like, that was the, that, cause that's what Onwe was going to be when it be- began. It was, I was trying to make an animated series as soon as I finished school. And I realized to the the way I wanted to make it, I need a budget and I need like government funding and shit like that. And it was going to be like tens of thousands of it's dollars. Crazy. It's like, no, yeah. I've got to like, no, but that's, that's like what started. And it's, it's funny. Um, Braden who animated it in the first place, like he's now like moved on and done animations for like huge gaming YouTubers. Um, really? Like millions of subscribers. And, it, and it's, it's crazy how like from humble beginnings, and he's the successful one and I'm not. Oh, but you mate, get you'll get there. But that's the thing. You'll it's get like, there. We'll get there. But like, we all have like humble beginnings like that. I mm. used to love watching Smosh. Smosh was like my... my I never got my, into it. I don't know why I never got into it. I heard about it a lot. Oh, I, see, I loved Teleporting Fat Guy. He was my favorite. Like, he, he had like a power glove and he stole it. Burt Reynolds stole it and then he stole it back. <laughs> And he'd be like teleporting, teleporting, teleporting. Fat. Oh. It was it's garbage content in retrospect. Like it's something fourteen year old me would love. <laughs> but oh, dude, I used. To... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Continue. Oh, sorry. I'll just quickly say I used to love retarded policeman Greg Benson oh. mediocre films because that guy is such a great dude. And that series is just like iconic early YouTube. I mean, it's bloody brilliant. And the actor who played the retarded policeman. You know, so such a great dude, and I'm not sure if he was related. I think it was Greg's brother, actually, Greg Benson's. I think he was, and he was just so so fantastic, and the series was so great. And I think that was one of those really heartwarming early YouTube series that just everyone got around. And I've gone back and watched them and just been like, oh my god, I remember this, the boobies episode. (laughs) You know, all all of them are just so so great, and um. Yeah, yeah. There's those early YouTubers like mediocre films who are just such great people, and there's some great stories from him. But uh, yeah, there's I don't know. There's I was really quickly going to say sorry. Hold that thought from before. <laughs> so the other one was a guy who who stuffed this shirt and pants um, with a. Did you did you see this guy Ted Krusty? I have. Oh yeah. no! Well, the next part of what I'm going to say is going to make you cringe so hard. I watched Ted Krusty's content where he went, Joe, oh no, when the thing <laughs> fell off the building. And my mate and I, when I was 12 years old, we did parodies of it where oh. we stuffed <laughs> a shirt with teddies and we used this snake as like a spine for the pants and the shirt. And we throw it off the balcony of my house. I could still see where we threw it off right next to me. And we edited it disintegrate and we'd be like, oh no, what have you done? And it's the same freaking concept, the exact same video. And I uploaded those to YouTube and used the freaking titles that Ted Grusty's like, 
person falls off building in horrific accident and years later i just go back to it and there's like 58 dislikes and three likes <laughs> oh that, that's great well, look okay i put out cringy content like besides the brain damage bud stuff there was a video we filmed at my mate's place like we were just fucking around it's like we all we all love youtube and that sort of stuff and just hanging out and filming with our phones and stuff like that and there's a video and it, what it was was one of my mates threw his phone from standing on the lounge and it hit me right in the nuts and then, like, I started, like, like you know, exaggeratedly crying. And we <laughs> uploaded it as uh, um, Asian kid gets hit in balls. I don't know why Asian kid. <laughs> like, I don't know if that was, like, a what? clickbait thing, but it worked. One of, one of my mates, he actually had a, a YouTube channel called... Oh, I can't remember what it's called now. It might have been, like, Nalzo or some shit like that. And what he uploaded was GIFs a lot of the time it was gifs and then like a sound in the background. Like there was one of like a basketball player slam dunking and then his arm hit the ground, he broke it. And then just had the ooh, la, 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 sound in the background. It got like a hundred thousand views. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh. Like that shit. Oh, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's just crazy to me. Like, and how things have changed as well. I was like, I can't believe that got a hundred thousand views. <laughs> Like whatsoever. <laughs> That's what I was going to say about like retarded policemen. You, sometimes I'm scrolling through TikTok and I see like little clips of retarded policemen and like a lot of like those OG videos because mm. it's like no one's going to be like watching them on YouTube now, no. like at all. But oh, just like the memories of like old school YouTube. It's so great. It's crazy. It's, I didn't think we, I didn't think that we would be that, we would be that similar in like what we watched back then, but obviously like not smosh, but, no. <laughs> but like that's the stuff. But like, it's, I don't know. I think we had this, we, we've had the same like trajectory. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I still remember when I was six years old, I wasn't, I would have been eight years old or seven logging onto my mom's laptop when YouTube was like two years old or a year old. And it said top videos today. Uh, Hello, you bloody bugger in Australia. And it's like this stupid video with like some, voiceover a tv show from an sbs tv show and it got like a hundred thousand views and it's had like thirty thousand views since and i found it like years later i'm like oh my god i saw this when it was when they used to have hot hits or whatever was top hits in australia yeah yeah and it's like what the hell how long have i been have I, how many freaking hours have i spent on youtube <laughs> you know you sort of had this moment where you realize Shit, I've watched a lot of YouTube. Um, yeah, it's crazy. There's there's a lot of a lot of good memories from when I was a kid watching YouTube. Oh god, yeah. I think that's that that we might actually end on that one. It's it like you know. I think we, we both have we we both are those YouTube OGs. Just like that's what I used to do. I just like sit there and watch YouTube videos all fucking day long, and that's what I love to do. That's what me and my mates used to do. We would have sleepovers on the weekend, Friday night. Oh, mum, can I say Saturday night as well? We'd, we'd play GTA. We'd stay up watching scary movies, and then we'll just watch YouTube videos until like five in the morning. Oh, <laughs> memories! It's crazy. Memories. Oh, I miss. Um, Sam, is there anything else you want to say to our wonderful listeners slash viewers? Well, I want to tell the viewers how much of a legend the man on screen. There is Sam Davis. Uh, oh no, you're, I did your piece bit. of shit. This is my <laughs> fucking podcast. My podcast. I have taken over this podcast. You have not, despite being a viewer of it for a long time. I've taken over. Anyway, I'd like to thank Matthew. I appreciate this opportunity to to go on his podcast. I really do, and um, it, it's mm. been a very lovely chat. 
and I hope the first recording gets an on we talk a, pa- a Patreon release because that was also good. But I reckon this one, the, this one was just as good, hundred percent. So too. Probably better. Hopefully I can I can salvage that and make something out of it. Absolutely. Fingers fucking crossed. Um, <laughs> thanks to um, for for listening, guys. Um, I'm Thank your you. host Matthew Winter. Um, subscribe to the podcast channel. Subscribe to the main channel. All the links are in the description. Um, Turn the bell thank on. you Sam for coming on it's really great to help out thank little you. tiny YouTubers like you <sighs> you know you know um, you have more subscribers than me on your main channel than oh, but I'm on. tiny yeah but I'm, you're bigger than me <laughs> <laughs> like way bigger oh no like, what's your main channel got now how many subscribers like well I think I checked it today it's 6297 you know it's nothing yeah but that's like <laughs> hundred times more than mine. Oh god. It's not a numbers game, it's a quality game. It is, and my quality is way better than yours. And I've got you on both. You piece of shit. (laughs) Thanks for coming on, Sam. Appreciate it. Cheers, man. Thanks guys for watching.